Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. (laughs) (laughs) Shalom, shalom, everybody. I've been up for 24 hours. My (laughs) life is literally falling apart before my eyes, but that's okay. Because you know what day it is? It's Monday, everybody. You know what that means? It's Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. Please give it up for the lovely, my beautiful host, Miss Roya Mosinian. Yay. Hi. Hi, Stephen. Hello. Good morning. Oh, there's nothing good about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're alive. You woke up today, even if you only slept for one hour. Baruch Hashem. I was up all literally 24 hours. I just want to tell our listeners. First, let's say hello to our listeners. Uh, Of course, the United States of China, uh, Israel is listening. India. Oh, India. We've got a story for you today. Uh, Canada, (laughs) Madagascar. I love that movie. Did you see that movie, Madagascar? Uh, Was that like an animated kids movie? Yes, yes, yes. Those are all great. I love animated movies. Yeah. And China. And oh, guess who's listening? The Fatherland, Germany. (laughs) We have a lot of Germany stories, too, that I have. Oh, well, that's perfect then. Yeah. So um, anyway, so yeah, I was up all night for 24 hours. I got two hours sleep. I literally woke up two hours ago. I'm not prepared for the show, everybody. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. I mean, I have news stories for you, but, um, uh, you know, we'll see. You're Um, like me, unprepared. Roya, Roya, how was uh, how was uh, your weekend? You went away. Why don't you tell the listeners where you went? I did. I went to Charleston. So, you know, um, I think I mentioned before I went to university. I went to school in um, South Carolina, University of South Carolina. And then I lived in Charleston for a little bit after um, that and after I graduated. And I loved it there. And I haven't been back in, I don't know, probably 25 or more years. Wow. Well, basically, yeah, I was I was 26 years old. So about 25 years. And it was awesome. It was so great to be back. Um, you know, some things, a lot of stuff was similar. Then there's, you know, there's a lot of growth, a lot of change. It was awesome. It was a great trip. I highly recommend it. In fact, there were some people, I went on a tour of, um, of a plantation, and uh, there were some people from Seoul, Korea. So. Seoul, Korea. Seoul. They yeah. got Seoul, man. Hi, we're from <laughs> Seoul, man. How are you? You went on a plantation tour? What are you, a racist? I know. Well, well, I went on this interesting. You say this because I went on the plantation tour that doesn't sugarcoat like making the plantation look like, you know, like looking at the antiques inside and glorifying and and beautifying the life. It was like um, it was a tour from the point of view of the enslaved people, which was actually interesting. Yeah. Was was Black Lives Matter there? Were they on the tour? (laughs) No, but the uh, there was a historian who gave the tour and he was really into it. But there was a lot of very interesting um, uh, information. You know, people actually lived on this plantation as tenant farmers um, into like the 1980s and 19, like 1990. You mean there were slaves there for, till well, the 1980s? They weren't. They didn't <laughs> call them slaves. They were like tenant farmers. Like they paid a, a small, uh, like they paid rent to like live on the land and work the land. So it was kind of like slavery, but not slavery. You know. <laughs> This is great. This was back in the 1980s and 90s. Yeah. 
Right? Like, who would have thought? So there was right. there was some interesting information. But it was good. It was a great trip. Thanks for asking. All right, and good. now I'm home. My house was a home. mess. <laughs> yeah. All right. We don't need to get into that. <laughs> China doesn't care about your your. You know, I house. like to come home to a clean house, right? You know, that's, that's right. Probably. I know. Um, so anyway, uh, I would like to share if anyone I know that last week I spoke about, uh, you know, my mom. You saw my mom shuffling around in the, the video. Yes. The background. So I have um, some more updates and I'd like to start a new segment here on Israel News Talk Radio called uh, Lighten Up Presents Living with an 80 year old. <laughs> So this I love week, that. yeah, this is a new segment. Uh, so this week, uh, my mother now back in the old days when um, you know how now we have Alexa, right? People use this Alexa and say, Alexa, turn on my lights, right? Yes. Yes. So my, Alexa, so, what time so, is it? I do Alexa, time. what time is it? So my mother comes home and she goes, she has a package in her hand. Oh, wait, and she just she, answered. I said, Alexa, what time it is? And she just answered behind me. Oh, yeah. That's because my, my mom's <laughs> Alexa is uh, is on high alert because my mom will walk in with a package and she'll go up to the Alexa and say, she'll say, Alexa, what are my notifications? <laughs> and and I'm like, what? what? I'm like, what do you what does that mean, mom? Why are you asking Alexa what your notification is? She's like, oh, it tells me if I have. Uh, if a package came for me or not, I but said you're holding the package. Exactly. I was like, you're holding the package. What do you need a robot, artificial intelligence to tell you that you got a package? Obviously, you walked in, you saw it in your doorway, you picked it up. Why are you asking Alexa <laughs> what's your notifications? She, she never has an answer. I don't know if it's because she's deaf. I don't, I don't know if it's because or she's, she's deaf. ignoring you. She's, she's either ignoring me or doesn't have her hearing aid in. But um, either way, she carries the package in. She knows she has a package, but yet still has to ask Alexa, what are her notifications? I love it. This is hilarious. Oh, my See, God. Oh, and the oh. dog's barking. Yeah, great. And I got a little rut, little mutt, this little dog. He barks at everything, a little yapper. I mean, this, this is my show. This is my life now. Between Alexa and the dog barking and turning off all the lights, I'm living. My life is in shambles. <laughs> right. Well, I do notice because I, I, can, I can see you. The, the listeners can't see you. But I do notice that um, there is a lot more light behind you t today. Last week was completely dark. So I guess yeah, right. <laughs> you were allowed to turn on a light that this morning. You know, Roya, I remember back in the day when uh, you used to get a package, it would be left at your front door and all you had to do was look out the window. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Now, all of a sudden. You need Alexa to tell you if you have a package or not. Just open the door. Open the door. Yep. Yeah. So this is my yeah. life right now. Sounds uh, sounds wonderful. No wonder yeah. you're in such a good mood this morning. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. It is great. great. Well, um, like luck, luckily you have lighten up and you have stupid, hilarious stories to share that that's right. brighten things up. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, I want us before we get out of here for our first break. I do want to share one story with you. Um, it's since since we're talking about Alexa and social media. Um, here you go. Uh, <laughs> you'll like this. Uh, now you know Facebook now is called Meta. <laughs> yeah, which is so so strange. So now everyone uh, all over the world, you have good news. Uh, Meta says it will restore Donald Trump's Facebook and Instagram accounts. Yay! <laughs> I didn't know uh, he was still banned. Oh, he was banned for years. So yeah. it says here, Facebook uh, said on Wednesday that it will restore former President Donald Trump's accounts on Facebook and Instagram in the coming weeks. Just 
over two years after suspending him in the wake of the January 6th Capitol attack. <laughs> and, and, and so this is what it says. It says, our determination is that the risk to public safety has sufficiently receded president of global affairs nick clegg said oh, thank goodness <laughs> so, for him Ooh. that's right so now it's safe that president uh, uh trump can be on facebook so it's safe for him to say it says it says as much uh, as such we will be reinstating mr trump's facebook and instagram accounts in the coming weeks however we are doing so with new guardrails in place to deter repeat offenses so basically <laughs> if he says anything that right. facebook doesn't like like you know i've been banned from facebook 14 times each time was a 30-day ban you've been banned too right I, yeah i've been banned yeah for, okay. for them taking something i said out of context that's right so yeah. now president trump he's going to be watched very carefully very. we have gone to watch you on social media and it says here trump could be suspended for as much as two years at a time for <laughs> violating platform policies in the future so basically, he can't even breathe on the on That's right. Facebook. He can't yeah. even sneeze. So if he if he says one thing that that they don't like, that's it. He's banned for two years. Done. Two years at a pop. He's out of there. It seems very harsh. Yeah. Two years is a long time. Two months maybe. But okay. Right. Well, I guess they, I guess they're putting him back on, but not really, because as soon as he says anything they don't like, they'll ban him for two more years. It says former President Trump's team was not given advance notice on Facebook's decision as source familiar with the matter. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently it doesn't matter anyway. He's got his own social media platform. I don't think he cares. Right. I don't think he cares either. That's yeah. yeah he's beyond it now. It says, he's not waiting anxiously to get reinstated. I don't think. No, he's, no, yeah. no. He's he says. uh Meta asked for a last-minute meeting with Trump's lawyers this evening to discuss his possible reinstatement. Ooh. Ooh, big news. You know, I, I need Trump's lawyers. I, I, I could use a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> says, uh, but we're not told that the final decision was. Uh, they were still in the meeting when, when Facebook released the news. <laughs> so they released the news when they were still discussing whether they were going <laughs> to. Whether they were going to do it or not. Yeah, I mean, it's just he's, the whole thing is stupid. But isn't that funny? So, so basically he's back on. But if he says one word, that's it, baby. Two-year suspension. And I thought 30 days was bad. I know, right? Thirty. I, I was suspended once for like 24 hours, and I think I was like on a trip, and I wanted to post some pictures, and I was just like waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. Like excruciating. It is excruciating. <laughs> um. Anyway, so before we get out of here, do you have any short stories? I have a good short story. Yeah. That's... Let's see if, see if we can fit it in. Go ahead, Roy. Okay, I have a good short story that's a follow-up to your gas stove Um. Story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's about politicians. So this is great. So uh New York Governor Kathy, what's her last name? Hotchel, whatever, Hockel, yeah. cooks cooks with a gas stove while pushing ban in new buildings. So pictures she posted pictures of herself on social media. Um, Buffalo Bills. She's a Buffalo Bills fan, the football team. So this is like last week. She posts a posts a picture, she's cooking like a quiche or something with her Buffalo's Buffalo Bills gear on. And she's standing in front of a gas oven. After she wants to ban it? Yes. <laughs> and she did it at Thanksgiving also. hi so This is the hypocrisy. I love it. Right? I'm all about gas stoves, baby. <laughs> in fact, I might want to stick my head in a gas stove oven. <laughs> well, she's got a couple gas stoves. If you look up her social media, she's standing right in front of them all while right. promoting everyone else give up their stoves. 
We'll be back after these messages. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up on this one, News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller, and along with our lovely, my lovely co-host, the Persian Immersion, Roya Mosinian. Roya, how are you? I'm good. Hello. Awesome. Yeah. All right. You having good? You having I'm fun? here. Yeah, I'm having fun. I always have fun. I always have a good time with you, Stephen. Good. Yeah. Now, here's the key. Uh, do you not care about the show today? Um, <laughs> no, I always care. I'm just... Okay, but you said if you didn't care. That's when you're really at your best is when you don't care. <laughs> when I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't blah, care blah, about the show today. La, la, la. All right, listen. Here is a story. Now, coming up in a couple weeks is the pagan holiday of Valentine's Day, <laughs> which uh, Jews, or at least I don't celebrate. And I'm definitely not celebrating anymore, babe. Uh, <laughs> I was anyway, never a fan of Valentine's Day. No, it's like a forced. You have to be for even if you're with someone, it's like a forced um, lovey dovey, and it you got to fight your way for a reservation to get. Extra oh devout. please, it's I so would stupid. listen. Let me tell you something. I was a waiter for many, many years, and Valentine's Day is one of the biggest hoax. Yeah. Uh, they jack up the prices. Jack up the and menu. They jack price. up the menu, and they give you smaller portions on Valentine's Day. I mean, I know. I worked at a restaurant, yep. and that's what they did. Yeah. So everyone, just uh, call uh, Uber Eats. Call uh, <laughs> Seriously. Grubhub. And, and and I don't think like any woman is ever fully satisfied with what the man does. Like He can do something romantic, but it's just never enough you know, because it's Valentine's Day, and it's supposed to be like – you know, spectacular. It's supposed to be so hyped up. Hyped but it's up. Just it's just another day. Well, here, this this is this is a good article. This has to do with love. All okay. right. Yeah. Uh, here we go. It's here's the title of the article. Americans are among the most loving, Chinese and Germans the least. <laughs> it says here, a new study of global love. I love global love. There was Finds actually a study for that. Yeah, there was a study for that uh, uh, funded by uh, uh, Joe Biden. I love global love. Uh, it says a new study of global love finds that Americans have some of the most loving relationships, while the Chinese and Germans have some of the least. <laughs> and we're and China and Germany are listening. Hey, They're listening. China and Germany, what's going on with you? Start loving each other. <laughs> you can't keep your relationships going. It says here, Roya. An international team of scientists. An international team of scientists. That's what they're spending their time studying. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> surveyed 9,474 individuals from 45 different countries about how loving their relationships are. Participants uh, were the U.S., Italy, Portugal, and Hungary reported some of the most loving relationships. Okay? Okay. Meanwhile, Hungary? Uh, okay. Uh, they seem yeah. kind of aggressive to me. But anyway. Yeah, that <laughs> seems strange. It says here, so those have the most loving relationships uh, while <laughs> while participants in China, <laughs> Tur uh, Turkey, Germany, Pakistan reported some of the least. The mm. researchers also found that the country's modernization, gender equality, collectivism and temperature, meaning the environment, the environment? Were, asso were associated with greater feelings of love. This is so bizarre. Yeah. They so just made stuff up. They, they just made, made stuff yeah. up. Yeah. 
They made stuff up. So basically, if you agree that there are no genders, you believe in collectivism, which is another word for socialism. And right. if you believe that the world is on fire and, right. and, the, and then you, you you're in a more loving relationship. And that's why <laughs> Germany, Turkey and Pakistan hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the divorce rates are compared like Americans compared to the German and Chinese. And, you know, if we're so loving, but maybe that doesn't work out so well. I don't know. Well, I tell you, Roya, <laughs> I, I do not, my girlfriend and I, we, the language of Germany, uns klein, uns I mean, how could you have a loving relationship when, 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 you're, when your language is so aggressive? So unattractive and aggressive. Yeah. It doesn't is, is even Germany, make any sense. Exactly. Is that the, that the most unattractive language, Germany? It is. It's very aggressive sounding. Russian. And that's just how you say I love you. <laughs> oh, well, Valentine's Day is coming, so this study is very important. This is what a Globa team assigned to. So this is basically it. So it says a psychologist based out of the University of, I don't know, Warsaw in Poland. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, they they did it. I guess they did it. He and numerous colleagues from dozens of countries joined together to survey over 9,000 individuals over 18 years, 18, 18 years, years, 18 years old over in romantic relationships. Um, and I guess it doesn't really tell them what the question is, but basically they just say specifically the authors were curious how a country level factors such as modernization, gender equality, gender equality. I mean, <laughs> you've got to be if this is not the most leftist communist. Article, yes. Yes. It's how it correlates silly. with levels of love. Uh, yes. yes. Oh, the Chinese. Yeah, we don't we, we we don't believe in collectivism and we don't like transgender. So therefore we hate it. <laughs> we know loving. We know love. We know love. No love. No love you long time because you a tranny. <laughs> and I love you long time. Yeah. Me, no love you long time because you are a tranny. We don't like trannies. You modernization. No, we still like to roll, go with the rice cart. I don't know, whatever. I don't Speaking, know what I'm talking about. Something funny. I watched, Um, I was like laying in bed the other night and um, the movie 16 Candles came on. Do you remember that movie? Yes, I love that Molly movie. Ringwald. And yeah, so it's 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 really funny because um, an exchange student comes to stay with them. Remember Long Duck Dong, the Chinese guy? Yes, yes. To stay with them. It's so racist. Every time he opens the door at their house, a, they, a gong goes off. I know. They would never make that. That movie would no! never get made. It's so crazy. Here, listen, listen to Roy, listen to this. It says here, what is surprising, what was surprising was that collectivism, a.k.a. socialism, globalism, was correlated with stronger feelings. In more collectivistic countries, love before marriage can be considered a disruptive element motivated by selfish interests. What does that mean? <laughs> I have love, no idea. They lost me. Love before marriage. I don't, can be, so basically they're not so saying don't I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. That's just it's 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 people. They probably got a grant to uh, do this research. And this is what they came up with. Anyway, so, silly. so China and Germany and Pakistan, you guys all hate each other because you refuse to believe in transgenders. And America, of course, is just filled with love because we're so woke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds about story. right. So there yep. you go, everybody. Okay. So get more loving. That's right. Get more loving. Get, get more loving. Get more loving. Anything else about um, Valentine's Day? 
or love? Uh, um, may, uh, yeah, I found this. It's not really like Valentine's Day, but here, you're going to love this. This actually I found in the Jerusalem Post. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it does have to do with Valentine's Day. It says here, Australian company faces backlash for Hitler-inspired Valentine's Day products. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler-inspired? Yeah. Because oh, he was so loving. It says here, the, mer the Hitler merchandise had the description as nothing says I love you more than Times Magazine Man of the Year 1938 clasping a rose in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a shirt that's being sold on this Australian website, and I'm looking at it here. It's a picture of Hitler. Uh -huh. in, in the, the, They took the picture from the Times Magazine, although they put a rose in his mouth. And so it's Hitler the, with a rose in his it's mouth. It's Hitler with yeah, with hearts all around his head. And and on the on the on the, on the bottom of the shirt, it says, "Be mine," but mine <laughs> is spelled M-E-I-N, like Mein oh, Kampf. Mein Kampf. Yeah. Oh boy. Be mine. <laughs> and they're actually selling that. They're selling it. Yeah. Uh, it's. It, I mean, the the wording is kind of clever, Day. but I mean, come on. <laughs> the, the, the site that's selling it is called – check out this name. First of all, their name is so – is ridiculous. It's called Spicy Baboon. <laughs> <laughs> that's silly. Oh, <laughs> hello. Good day, mate. Hey, come to my site, the Spicy Baboon, and we'll get you your free Hitler shirt that says, be mine. Be mine. I'm going to buy you that for Valentine's Day. That's it says the site – was selling mugs and T-shirts, stickers, cards, and beer cozies with a carton <laughs> with a cartoon depiction of Hitler holding a rose in his mouth, surrounded by hearts, and underneath the graphic was the caption, "Be mine, be mine." <laughs> in that lovely, soft, loving. In that loving, yes, it's it's such a loving way to uh, to celebrate Valentine's Day. A Hitler shirt, yeah, with so, "Be mine" at the bottom. That's right. Uh, the site's owner, Scott McEnroth. Uh -huh. Oh, God, I hope he wasn't Jewish. With Scott yeah. McEnroth in his name. Oy vey. What the heck? It says he apologized and said that they didn't mean any harm by it to offend anyone, but claimed it was for humor purposes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why your story made it to lighten up. Yes, it was. Mazel, mazel top, Scott Yay. McEnroth. Yes. Can you send me a free Hitler shirt that says, be mine? <laughs> Oh boy! I bet they sell two of those. Oh look, I'm going to show you this. Look at this. Can you see this? This I don't know. Wait till you see that. Look, that's those are beer beer coat coos. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look at that. Be oh my mine. goodness. <laughs> Nothing says I love you more than Adolf Hitler with a rose in his mouth. <laughs> Be mine, my little Judenfreud. <laughs> yeah, my little Jutin for I want to take a shower. <laughs> let's get romantic. It's very let's, romantic. Let's go romantic here. I'm cooking something for you in the oven. <laughs> <It's> oven. <laughs> I have a roast. <laughs> I have a roast and funny. It tastes very Jewish. <laughs> it's very tender. <laughs> mm, this Jew is very tender. Oh goodness. Oh no. You may be going too far. Our <laughs> producer just writes in. <laughs> okay. All right. You, all right. Hey, my life's going. My life is in shambles. I can say what I want. Anyone, you can write <laughs> into me and complain. Info at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Sorry. Sorry, people. I'm sorry. It's not me. I'm getting blamed. I'm the bad guy because some guy sells a Hitler shirt with a, chewing on a rose saying, be, be mine. mine. Be mine. <laughs> hey, listen, you know what? They don't even love each other over in, in, in Germany, okay? They hate each other. Right. So there you go. It's not a very loving country. No. Do they even celebrate Valentine's Day? 
Who knows? I don't even care. <laughs> Listen, when we uh, we got our we're coming up to our last segment, everyone. We'll be right back. So stay okay. with us. Stay. More, more good stories. Has the news got you down? Not with this funny guy. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to our third segment. If you're just joining us, this is Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller. This is my DJ voice with my lovely co-host <laughs> from the Persian Immersion, Roya Mosinian. How are you, Roya? I'm, I'm good. I'm very good. Yeah. Ah, ga, 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 ga. How do you like my DJ voice? <laughs> It's so 80s. It's so 80s, Stephen. It is. It's so anyway, 80s. Anyway, are there any other new listeners? <laughs> okay. Yes. Tomorrow, thank you, tomorrow. best producer. I've been doing this show for over a year. I know how it works. Uh, <laughs> anyway, listen, I'm going to get right into it because this but, story is so ridiculous. Now, I found this. This this comes from the Cleveland Jewish News. <laughs> oh, okay. Are there a lot of Jewish people in Cleveland? Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot of Jewish people. Oh, there, there's like an uncle. You know, you know I'm originally from Cleveland. I know. That's why I figured you would know. Hey, if Cleveland's listening, call into the show. <laughs> They're probably your relatives. Yeah. Well, if they are, then don't call in. I hate my family. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, let's say hello to Indonesia and the United Kingdom. Hello. Yay. Bye. Hello. Okay, um, so listen, this is this is the Roy, this is unbelievable. This is what give this story, I'm reading this story and I'm thinking to myself, this is what gives us Jews a bad name. Here's the headline. Uh Moreland Hills man sues Walmart claiming deceptive trade practices. Okay. So you're okay. thinking to yourself, okay, there's a guy suing Walmart, maybe who knows what it is. You start to read the article. It says here, a Moreland Hills man has filed a lawsuit against Walmart, alleging that the chain engages in deceptive trade practices. Here comes the big Jew name, Kevin Edelstein, <laughs> 64, claims Definitely his, Jewish. Yes, Definitely Jewish, right? Okay. He, he claims in his suit that Walmart is charging different prices for some products sold on its website as opposed to prices in the store. <laughs> This is well, why he's suing Walmart. Did he find an attorney to take this for him, this case? Oh, of course. <laughs> it's called uh, Juju and Jew. Uh, <laughs> here it is. It says Edelstein is a distant relative to Kevin S. Edelstein, president of the Cleveland Jewish Publication Company and publisher and CEO of the Cleveland Jewish News. So okay. this guy <laughs> comes from money. Okay? Right. Edelstein, who manages a dermatology practice in Twinsburg, Ohio, which I'm no, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Did not seek to resolve his differences directly through Walmart. He's pursuing a remedy, a class action lawsuit. This guy makes a ton of money. He's related to the to the publisher of the Jewish Cleveland News. He's he owns his own dermatology practice and he's suing Walmart because they have different prices on their website. Then rather than if you walk into the store. So if you buy the Chinese piece of crap on the uh, website, right. <laughs> it costs more or less than it does if you buy the Chinese piece of crap walking in the store. And this Yid is suing Walmart for it. <laughs> and he actually has a case. That's, oh, yeah. He's going to get silly. a case. Well, I guess when it's online, I don't maybe it's more because somebody has to, like, pick the product. And um, I don't know. 
Is that really? Is that? Is this really like a? Is is this um? Is this important? No. <laughs> he says, "I was. This is what. This is what he says. I was looking to purchase a product online, and I decided to pick it up at an actual store instead." Edelstein told the Cleveland Jewish News, aka his cousin. <laughs> he goes, "I'm a former accountant, and I'm a number stickler in my mind. In the store, I noticed the prices online was lower than what was showing in the store. I spent about a half hour going down the aisles, comparing the prices to what oh, I would pay boy, this for online." Guy is- too much time on his hands. Is this this is why there's anti-Semitism? <laughs> this is why people he went up hate and down us. the aisles. <laughs> he went up and down the aisles. Noting I'm the going, pricing. <laughs> I'm finding that this costs $5.95, but online it says $10.95. What the hell is going on? I will get to the bottom of the word. I will the bottom of it. <laughs> Call my cousin, Mr. Edelstein of the Cleveland Jewish News. I'm calling in a lawyer. Oi! This is why people hate us. No wonder. Kanye West hates us. Right, right. <laughs> it says Unbelievable. here, he goes, I purchased about $100 worth of items that had inconsistent prices. If oh. Their prices are even just a couple of cents off. That's a lot of money they are deceiving people. Oh, well, I think when you buy online, there's a convenience factor to that. Don't I, of course, it, doesn't ma- it doesn't matter. <laughs> the store can determine any of the prices they yeah. want. Yeah. It, says, it says here, Edelstein. Uh, Super Jew, <laughs> uh, offered him, uh, Walmart offered him a settlement. Uh, guess what? How much do you think they wanted to settle out of court for? A hundred dollars. Close. The 600, price of the- 600 bucks. Oh, you're kidding. How it insulting. Says here, it says Walmart offered him a settlement of $600, <laughs> which is over 30 times the amount in the difference of the prices, but he uh, refused the offer. <laughs> Take your $30 and run, or $600 on, on and run. On principle alone, get me, get me, get me Tony Shapiro, <laughs> Israel, and Yaakov. Oh, God, are you kidding me? This is what, this is, this is, this guy's suing Walmart. Yeah, this is a bad luck. <laughs> this does not make us look good, babe. No, 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 this is not a good luck. And the $600, he should have taken it. That sounds very reasonable. You know, I could use $600. <laughs> we all could, right? Hey, you know what? what? I'm thinking maybe I should call an attorney and see if I could sue uh, that pizza place who didn't give me a side salad. Oh, yes, right. Um, <laughs> uh, what was it? Roman's Delight. Yeah. You didn't get your side salad with your pizza. That's right. You so can, maybe you I can, can sue. If this guy can sue... <laughs> <laughs> and I can definitely sue for a salad. You sure could because this, that was very traumatizing. I know how important your food is, especially your different courses. So that was really traumatizing to you. Yeah. You had pain and suffering from that event. I got a lot of pain and suffering right now. <laughs> you anyway, so uh, this doesn't help our cause. It really no. doesn't, right? No, no, no. It's very. It's comical though. It's good. It's it's a good comical story. Yeah. Well, here, so times are tough. We know this. So um, here's a story. It's not bad news for for Google. Uh, A a Google employee of 11 years says he and his wife stared at each other in disbelief when they realized they'd both been laid off by the company. Oh, both at the same time? Yeah. Do you know uh, they laid off off, uh, 12,000 people? Oh, my God. I'm trying to find expand the article. It goes, a Google employee said he and his wife were both laid off by the tech giant on Friday's mass cut. His name is Ashish Kalsi. He's from from somewhere. I don't know where he's from. Wrote on the LinkedIn and they started at each other. They stared at each other in disbelief 
<laughs> as their daughter slept in bed. What? That's part of the news story? <laughs> yeah, it says, uh, Kalsi said, I'm on an H-1B visa and a 60-day countdown to find a new role or I have to leave the U.S. And me oh. and my wife are just staring at each other, saying, <laughs> Watching what their daughter to... sleep in bed. What? My daughter's sleeping in bed and we're, my wife and I are standing at e- staring at each other in disbelief that Google, I've worked for Google for 11 years and now they just fired me. <laughs> well, you better get on finding a new job before your visa expires. He was an engineer. Okay, well, uh, he, should, he should be able to find a new job. He sounds qualified. It says here, Kelsey wrote that his wife woke up at 6.30 a.m. A. to take a meeting at 7 a.m., but found that her work profile was missing. <laughs> <laughs> they just took it down? That's how yeah, they that, let her know? That's Google. <laughs> You're laid off. <laughs> It says she just woke up and her security clearances were gone. Her, that's her right. login didn't work. <laughs> yes, that's what it says here. It says um, her profile was missing and couldn't she couldn't access internal resources on the laptop. <laughs> so her husband said uh, she assumed that she'd missed the security update. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Maybe I missed the security update. Uh, oh. She goes, I checked my phone. Everything looked normal, except that it wasn't. Uh, except that it wasn't. It looked my, normal, except that it wasn't. Right. My wife because... walked into the room shell-shocked. I just held out my phone to show her the email I received. She <laughs> had got one, too. Basically, <laughs> they locked him out of the company and then sent him an evil <laughs> email saying, you're fired. <laughs> I love how they just locked everything up. That's right. And then told them. <laughs> no warning. No nothing. No warning. Oof, and now they've got cool. 60 days to find a job or they're getting kicked out of the United States. Brutal. Now, Way do both go, of them Google. need to find a job or just one? Yeah, oh. you know what they should work. They should uh, move. They can move to Israel and work at the Seven Elevens that are opened up. That's right. There's and a huge. Could, that's right. We know that sell, they're opening all over Israel. They could sell Slurpees. <laughs> it says here two out of the twelve thousand Googlers. That's what they're called. I'm a Googler. it says says we're staring at each other in disbelief in that room while our two-year-old daughter slept peacefully not knowing what just hit her family (laughs) Uh, i'm just picturing in my mind two indians staring at each other from the kitchen table oh boy what are we going to do oh boy they're just standing at each other our daughter don't wake our daughter up she has no idea what's going on mommy and daddy have 60 days to get out to the united states with a blank screen with a black screen in front of them locked out yeah i love the fact that that's how she found out she couldn't get into internal uh, security in her laptop boy that that google is brutal really no no warning huh uh, oh, the new the news article tried to reach out to Google, and it says Google didn't immediately respond to insider's request for comment. <laughs> I wonder why. His two random employees out of 12,000. I guess they figured it's not really a story. <laughs> uh, you got to love uh, that, right? Yeah, that's great. Oh, boy. What are we going to do now? We got to go back to India. Meanwhile, <laughs> they've worked in this country for 11 years. They're not even citizens. <laughs> Yeah, that's odd. And too. now They're because Google's playing right an HB one visa, which is that's what Google does. All these tech companies yeah. do. That's why when you call up for customer service, you're yep. always calling someone in India who can't understand you. Yes, <laughs> I know it is frustrating. Yeah. Do you have any other stories, Roya? Would you like to share a story or no? Oh, I have a story. 
So please, some... I'm getting I'm getting tired of talking. <laughs> I'm doing that's, all the work. That's new. <laughs> I've never known you to be tired of talking before. So I, I have some funny like burglary stories. So bur- uh, funny burglary stories. Burglary Great. stories. You know, I like oh, these. I, I have two that go together. So so here's one. Um, let's see. Where's the headline? Fully clothed bathing burglar found in Seattle bathroom. A man suspected of breaking into a Seattle home has refused to come clean about his intentions, even though police found him fully clothed in a bathtub filled with water. A woman (laughs) returned to her home Friday night to find a window smashed and an unknown man inside of her house. She remained outside and called the police. Upon their arrival, police instructed anyone inside the home to come out. When they got no reply, they went in to search the home. They found a suspect in the bathroom. The man was clothed but very wet. And the bathtub was full of water, police said. The 27-year-old man was arrested, and he refused to explain his actions, Wait a including second. his choice of bathing spot. So this guy broke into this, this woman's house and took a bath with all yes. his clothes? This yes. happened in Seattle and not Florida? This yes. sounds like a Florida man story. It does. I have another burglary uh, in Florida. But yeah, the, I, I originally you... thought this was Florida, but no, so the, So the cops like, you know, Come out with your hands up. Why are you all wet? Why are you close? And he's like, I refuse to tell you. I refuse to tell you. (laughs) That's the best part. So he goes in. He he breaks in. He doesn't steal anything. He takes a bath with his clothes on. (laughs) Why did he just take his clothes off? I mean, if you're going to, you know, just get comfortable in the tub. Right? And just soap up. Use some some bath salts, you know, whatever. But he just went in. He just went in fully clothed. And then the best part is he refused to explain his actions. I love that. Right. So we don't know why he did it. So I'm wondering why, like, why, like what reason if you broke into someone's home, went into their bathtub and took a bath fully closed, like what, what would be your thinking behind that? Um, <laughs> I'm ashamed of my body and I don't want anyone seeing me naked. <laughs> That's what I thought. Maybe he wanted a bath, but he was afraid somebody would come home. So he left you know, his clothes on. I, I, I have a fear of, you know, here's, here's something. Look, when I was in uh, school, especially in high school, you know, I never would go to the bathroom in high school. I don't like going to the bathroom in public places. I'll just kind of hold it in. <laughs> oh, uh, that's the worst. Because you know what my worst nightmare is? That I'm in a public restroom in a stall and someone opens the stall door and just starts <laughs> staring at me and laughing or maybe throwing like wet paper towels at me. I imagine that happening to me. And that's why I will never go to a public bathroom. <laughs> you ever. just hold it all day. Well, I'll, whatever. Uh, but that's right. like my that's like my worst nightmare. And this story kind of reminded me because maybe he took a bath with his clothes on because he was embarrassed <laughs> or ashamed. He didn't want anyone to see him naked. And I'm the same way. So I feel like if I'm in a bathroom in a public stall, especially when I was growing up in high school, I, right. I never went because I was afraid, like, you know, people would start <laughs> rattling the stall to scare me. Who's we know in someone's in there. Who's we see your there? feet. Come on out. Come on out with your pants down. That's right. Or they'll take a picture of me and like, you know. <laughs> Uh, that's post like it my, in the yearbook. Yeah, that's like this is what I think about. This is my worst nightmare. <laughs> no wonder you don't sleep at night. That's why I've been up all night. I I, I literally. <laughs> you're afraid somebody's gonna rattle the bathroom stall. Yeah, exactly. Like, who cares if you're going to the bathroom? Oh, Stephen. It's a very when you're in the bathroom when people are in a bathroom, it's a very vulnerable position, and you're and you can't fight back if you're sitting. And I just I feel weak and vulnerable, and I just. I, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll we'll try to work on that with you. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, uh, I, I do have a great story that, oh, here goes my mom shuffling past through. Did you see her? Oh, oh, I didn't see her. Wait, let me take the chat down so I can shuffle, see her. Sh shuffle, <laughs> shuffle. Anyway, um, <clears throat> here's a great story. It's so bizarre. It's a, uh, this comes from the Times of Israel. Doomsday clock moves closest to midnight in shadow of a nuclear climate threat. <laughs> oh, the doomsday clock. I'm fascinated yeah. by that. Well, apparently, I never knew about any of this stuff. I'm like, what the what the hell is a doomsday clock? It says, uh, yes, it's it says here, top, top scientists and security experts moved the doomsday clock forward on Tuesday to just 90 seconds to midnight. What the hell does that even mean? <laughs> well, the closer it gets, the, the closer we are to the end of the world. They oh. move it like every year. And if it goes farther away from midnight, then we're we're considered not close to, to the end of the world. They take in all kinds of things that are happening in the world oh, yeah. and they formulate right. it together. It says here, signaling an increased risk to humanity's survival. Apparently, yes. we're, apparently the world is about to blow up, Roya. It says, from the nuclear shadow over the Ukraine conflict and the growing climate crisis, yeah. it's getting hot. And because of Steve's fear of being in a public bathroom, <laughs> the, the doomsday clock is moving closer. It says... The new timing of the clock set by the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. Hello? <laughs> Is that a real thing? That sounds like something out of a comic book. Yeah. The, the, I the, know. Bu the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. I mean, these, are, <laughs> these people get paid for pushing this clock closer to midnight, which means the world's going to end? Yes. It's it the, says it's he, the, this is the closest it's been? Yeah, it says here, the hands of the clock, which the bulletin describes as a metaphor for how close humanity mm -hmm. is to self-annihilation. <laughs> Correct. Right, right. That's right. Yeah. Has been has has been at 100 seconds to midnight since January of 2020. Hmm, that's funny. Who got voted in on January of 2020? <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, Joe Biden. Hey, <clears throat> I love your clock. That's a doomsday <laughs> clock. You better push it forward. <laughs> Oh, uh, so and now it's closer even this and now it's and now it's even closer how many seconds closer um did you say i said 90 seconds oh. to midnight does oh. that mean there's a minute left and the world's gonna end i, I don't even understand this i guess <laughs> like the closer 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 it gets and the more the closer we are to just blowing up the world awesome well yeah. i tell you one thing i hope when that happens i'm not in a public toilet <laughs> Right. At least if the world ends, please, please allow Stephen to just not be in a public bathroom. Yeah. I, uh, let me be in the comfort of my own home with my 80-year-old roommate. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I, I find that doomsday clock. Um, I've uh, never heard of that. Yeah. I just find it fascinating. They've been meeting since, what, what like the 30s or something? They need to <clears throat> change the clock. It's very interesting. Anyway, <clears throat> good story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, sure. You're welcome. <clears throat> Do you have anything else? I can move on. Yeah, move on. I have another one, but I'm not sure. I have to ask you if I can say this word. So I'll save it for next time. <laughs> Don't say it on the air if you're not sure. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. So you can type. You can type it in the chat, and well, then, I, and then, and then our got... producer will say no. <laughs> I got rid of the chat in order to see your mom, and now I can't find it again. Wait, maybe this is it. That's Hold on. I'm afraid I'll click out of the whole, the whole, uh, Skype. we got to roll out of here soon. Of course I hear, I found, I found a great, since, uh, we were talking about, uh, well, this was a Seattle man <laughs> taking a <laughs> bath with his clothes on here. I found <laughs> a Florida man story that you're going to love. Oh, good. I love this these. A, this will be a good story to end on. 
Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I love these stories. Okay. It says Florida man reportedly tells cops he thought playing basketball naked would enhance his skill level. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because he wouldn't have the weight of the clothing on his body. <laughs> I don't know, but I tell you, he was dribbling a lot of balls. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that, Stephen. This is this show is for Hashem. Oh, I'll say whatever I want because my life is is in shambles. It can't get any worse. It can't get any worse. I'm living with an 80 year old woman. I hope she doesn't rattle the door in the bathroom when you're in there. Hi. I'm living with an 80 year old woman who who asked Siri about the packages that she's holding in her hand. If she's got any, just I love imagine that what segment. that looks like. I'm holding a package in my hand and I'm asking Alexa, Alexa, are there any packages that I received? <laughs> yeah, you're holding it, dummy. Anyway, here it goes real quickly. Okay. Jordan, Jordan Anderson, uh, okay. 29 years old, was arrested Sunday after police found him shooting hoops in the in the nude in Orlando <laughs> area park. <laughs> This is unbelievable. Meanwhile, there's his picture is like he's really he's all sunburned. He looks terrible. <laughs> he probably burnt his all yeah. his regions. That's right. <laughs> it says Jordan stated he was working on his basketball skills and he feels playing naked enhanced his skill level. <laughs> People are so strange. <laughs> Did he explain how? I would think it would inhibit it because you got you got too many things like kind of. Moving around? Moving around, yeah. Well, it says here, police charged Anderson with indecent exposure of organs, <laughs> which is a misdemeanor, and transported him to a local jail with a bond set at $500. That's it. Did, did they give him some clothes? Uh, <laughs> did they take him to jail naked? No, they probably they probably gave him uh, a... T uh, he got orange jumpsuit on, but I'm saying... Uh. Five hundred dollars gets him out, so he can gets go back and play. Go back and play basketball nude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, more power to him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, Roya. Thirty seconds left. What do you have to say about this week's show? I loved it, and and go Eagles. <laughs> ah, that's right. Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Not that Papers. I care because I've got serious problems in my life. Thank you very much, everybody. Uh, I love you very much. Thank you for listening. Uh, my life is in shambles. One day I will share with everyone what is going on. But just everyone, please pray for me. Shavua Tov. Thank you very much. I love you. Uh... you get the inside news on Israel. At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candlelighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame, 
There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio, straight talk from Israel. Howdy, this is Rita from League City, Texas, now living in Israel. And though my heart may have belonged to Texas, it now belongs to Israel and all the fantastic show hosts at Israel News Talk Radio. Hi, this is Michael Solomon from Kiryat Arba, Israel. And why do I love listening to Israel News Talk Radio? Because I love listening to the interesting interviews they do and their news reporting that most other media sources don't cover. Hey, this is Nicole Eko from Malmo, Sweden. It gets pretty cold here in Sweden, so I love cuddling up with a warm cup of tea while I listen to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, this is Frank Carr from Tennessee. Me and my dog Buster really love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. <laughs> You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. opinion and more you're listening to israel news talk radio 